being able to, like you said, surrender, let go to it. And you know what? Like, I think that's the thing a lot of the time when it comes to Christ. And I think that's kind of like, I guess, how my, my what's it called? My ministry or my disciple discipleship will be. It will be like, it'll be like this. I'm like, look, there is no, whether you believe in God or not, like read the Bible, like find out what it's about. Like let's, you know, there's a lot more here than you realize. And it has impacted your life in such a way, even if you directly, indirectly, whether you read it or not. And then when you, when you have a family and you want to grow up and you want to like take care of your family, like understanding God and like the, I think more than anything, I'm just such an amateur with it. Right. But then as I read in more into the Bible and I read into the word, you know, I kind of see like, okay, this is why this is here. This is what this means. This is what, this is why the story has lasted forever. Mm-hmm. You know, I know that that might not be a very good um, way to say things, but that's how I look at it. I look at it. It's a story, you know? Yeah. Well, it, it is, it, it's, <clears throat> it's the story written by pe- people who actually were there to, to watch the story unfold. And there's a reason to your point that it works. The results are the proof. Just like Jesus said, a tree will be, um, what was it? You will know a tree by its fruit. If right. it bears, right. you, you know, if it bears fruit, it's a good tree. If it doesn't, it's not. And there's a clear, there's a clear relation to your life when you do start to devote to to spending time with God, getting to let offering and accepting the idea that Jesus can show up for you and inviting in the Holy Spirit to guide you. Jesus is kind of like the hero. He is like the figurehead, the example to follow. And I think that because there's so much uh, prejudgment that comes with the word Jesus, that it is hard for maybe new believers to sort of kind of come into, I think. I mean, that's for me. I'm speaking for myself, I guess, no, for that part. It is. And, and a lot of that is because the, and it says this in the Bible too, the world takes a strong stance against Jesus in general. The way of the world, the, what is it? The master of the air. The, the worldly view is always going to oppose Christ, just like when he was alive. That's why, that's why he was crucified. And that's why for us, it will at times be hard. Um, and for every Christian, it's going to be hard one way or the other. If you're far from God and you don't know Jesus, it's going to be hard. It just is because you are living your life away from how our creator programmed us to live and what he intended. And this is a good, this is a good quote. I think it's Alex Hermosi that said this recently. Mm-hmm. He said, if you respect something, you allow it to maintain its original function. Hmm. Like a building. If you, if you respect a building, you're not going to spray paint the building. You allow it to remain, remain as it is in its original form. And when God created us, what it says is that our original form was eternal. And when sin was introduced, that changed. And so I think there's something to be said for the idea that everyone has an unexplainable void. And without God and Jesus to fill that void, it's going to be there. Um, And for some people, like for me, for years, I knew Jesus. I prayed. 
I asked him to save me, but it was just kind of, uh, I, I don't want to call it shadow shallow because it was meaningful for me, but it, 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 it lacked the depth of work. And that's something that a lot of people don't like to hear or acknowledge is that it does take a lot of work to look into scripture, to try to actually make it mean something to you because until we started this Bible study, I would just read passages here and there as, uh, as, uh, on a whim basically. And while things would stand out, sometimes there's nothing that has helped my life and my marriage and my journey as a father and my, my businesses, my career, all the things that you would tie back to being fruitful, right? There's nothing that's helped all that as much as genuinely diving in and putting in lots of work, like hours of work and energy into pursuing God. And, and for me, for years, I just didn't know how to do that. Like, I think a lot more people would do that if they just had an idea of how it works. And it's almost like anyone who's out there selling courses, teaching people how to do things. There's not really a, I mean, church is supposed to be a course that teaches you how to get to know God through the Bible and through your relationship with Jesus. But I mean, I think there there has, there has to be a reason for the work. So I think that's the part that is always the challenge. Like there's always some problem that you're solving, right? So you're trying to, yeah, yeah, exactly. It always comes start, usually starts from pain. Sometimes pleasure, like you're trying to move towards something, Mm -hmm. but usually it, it tends to be moving away from something most of the time. You know, like if you want to get in shape, you hang around people who are in shape. If you want to get rich, you hang around people that are rich. And if you want to have a better spiritual life, a better godly life, a Christian life, then you hang around other Christians. I think that that's the part that um, I think that that's it's being able to because I do believe that because I mean, a lot of my relationships have always been pretty long and, and pretty deep because you can't do a lot with a bunch of touch contact. Right. A lot of things happen through length and time. Mm-hmm. And, and honestly, like I always look at it as trust, right? So the more you spend time, the more, the longer your relationship you have with someone, the more trust you build anyway. So, and I think that's the part that is, that needs to happen for people to find Christ, to find yes. God. It, it's, it's really more like that, that, um, but again, like the teeth kicked in thing, like you just like the empty void to be filled in. I think this strong desire to want to be good is probably one of it's not the biggest one but it's definitely something yeah it's something i don't think it will bring people there all the time but it's definitely this like i want to be good you know i don't feel good right i don't feel like i'm a good man i don't feel like i'm a good person and i want to be good so they do all these things and then they find out it doesn't really make them feel good right right or or it's very short yes because a lot of yeah let's talk about that a little bit because back to your success i know you've been massively successful uh, financially with your business and a quote by Jim Carrey comes to mind where he says, I wish everyone could realize their dreams so that they understand that doesn't equal happiness and fulfillment. Um, I think that's kind of what you were getting to just now with, you know, getting your teeth kicked in, even when things are going great and you're realizing, I think, I think that's that's what it is. I mean, my goals were not that big, you know, and I shot past them. Right. And I knew that I can step on the gas and work even harder, but I really hit the goals. So like I knew that if my income doubled, you know, like it wouldn't change my life a lot. 
you know, but it would make me feel good for the short term. I think the other problem too was like, it's, when you get to a certain point, you just compare yourself to other people and then mm -hmm. you just feel miserable anyway. So it's, 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 it's kind of stupid. Like, you're just like, okay, I get to this point. You're just going to be unhappy. You know, like it's, it's, if you were, <laughs> I was just saying, if you, if you're happy with little, you won't be happy with, if you're unhappy with little, you're going to be unhappy with a lot. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I just knew that like, I knew I could get the next stage or as far as financially and have like more money and more success, but then I would have to, I would have to sacrifice more. But the whole point of getting here was so I can drive my kids to school. It was so that I can be around. Like it was really because of that. Like, so anything that kind of moves me away from that, at least in at least at these age of these kids right now, mm -hmm. like it doesn't make any sense. Exactly. Right. And I just knew that chasing that thing is going to be, I just know that didn't feel right, even though I know that on numbers, like it would, like this makes financial sense. If I go here, if I travel here, if I, if I conquer these things, mm -hmm. you know? So, I mean, in lots of respects, that's probably what happened. Like, you know, God has guided me here, right? I mean, to, to find this, right? And I right. think that's the part that, you know, like to be, to be, you know, it really is special to be part of this group or to be part of any group that believes in God and Christ. Cause we're all here for each other. We all want to help. And you know what? Here's the other thing too, that I think that a lot of people who might be listening or who are like kind of dipping their toes in the water or just trying to understand what this means to be a believer. Like one of the things that kind of helps that help gets got me into believing in God and being part of this thing was really just like, like it's a, like number one, uncomprehendable. God is uncomprehendable. Yes. Like it doesn't even really matter if you've been a Christian for 30 years and you're like a professional like Bible person or if you're just first year, like he's incomprehensible. Like the th you might deepen your relationship, but it but even the person who's been in it for 30, 40, 50 years, it's still personal to them. Mm -hmm. And it's going to be the same for for you, for me. It's just very, very personal. Because I remember being felt self-conscious because being in Bible study and around all these people who really believe in God, they're using language and verbiage. It just makes me feel like uncomfortable, like... I don't believe like they believe, you know, like I don't belong here. Right. And then I don't know, somewhere along the lines, I just realized like, this is my relationship. It's not yes, theirs. Exactly. It's personal. <laughs> right. And, and then a lot of that is crazy. Like, Oh wait, you know? Yeah, exactly. And most of the time when people are, are saying those things, the last thing they would want would be to make those things alienate someone else. That's also trying to get, closer to Christ and closer to God. And I think that genuine nature of a Bible study, I mean, church, like put it this way, Jesus had his apostles. He spent a lot of time with 12 guys getting, really getting to know each other, getting to understand the deeper principles that Jesus preached and his purpose. And then he had his larger addresses where he would address a large crowd, the masses, and kind of what I was getting at before with the way that Bible study and really diving deep with a small group of, of people has helped me to get to know Christ a lot, a lot better because that's what he, that's what he tells us to do. And it, it's silly because you can only, I could only be skeptical so many times. Like I, I was skeptical for years and eventually I'm like, wait a second, like, what reading the Bible thoroughly did for me was allow me to connect many, many, many dots back through my life 
and say, oh my gosh, this worked out this way and this worked out this way and this worked out this way. And this scripture says exactly that that will happen.